episode 78. We got Let This Ride for a minute. Yeah, this is my video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kurt, you don't know about this, boy. I know all about this. <laughs> you don't know about the emotions I've been feeling lately. Put it on a track. We might have to lay an R&B record down. <laughs> Soft touches. Hey. But even though I've been in some sadness, you know, we got to bring the energy to the pod. We ain't going to bring bring the pod down. Let's go. So Face Value Podcast 78. Skirt. You already know what time it is. It's your boy. Kale in the building, Mel in the building. Damn, that's what y'all is. Kale and Mel. <laughs> hey. Hey. This is the kind of energy we got to bring to the pod. We can't bring the sad energy. I mean, shit, I ain't got nothing to be mad at. Other bitch named Nina. She only hit him on Facebook. Great minds. I ain't have a way I had to make mine. You already know what time it is. Episode 78 is the Face Value Podcast. Your boy St. It. You already know what time it is. Let me hit my shit. Kurt the King, what's good, fool? Chillin', man. We back again. You already know. I bring the face. He bring the value. It's your boy. There we go. <laughs> I didn't know that's how we contributed, but it makes sense. It is. I'm bringing the face, sense. you bring the value. Something must be working because uh, your boys made that list. Yeah, you already know what time list. it is, man. Shout out to Chicago Reader, man. They got us nominated for Best Podcast, man. Go vote for us, man. It's right on their right homepage when you go on there, I think. It's yeah. kind of hard to find, actually, because I was looking It's literally right on the homepage. It's literally the first thing on the homepage. It's page. a Chicago Reader forward slash best. Just type in that URL, you'll get there. Hell yeah. Find the pod. Vote for that. Vote for Roy Kinsey and Slot A, too. Vote for Bad Luck Records, too. We on there twice, baby. I feel like Roy. Roy was like, I'm on there three times. I was like, shit, I'm on there twice. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, for real, though, go vote for us for best podcast, man. It's, I don't know any of these other podcasts, but I mean, y'all, y'all heard them before, man. It, it ain't like this, though. Because I'll be bringing it raw and direct, bro. I don't be holding my tongue on here. I'll be telling it how it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't I've been hearing recently. I'm the one with the hot takes, usually. Oh, you that's, got the hot takes, that's all the, That's all the homies been telling me. <laughs> like, Perry likes everything, and he'll be like, that shit is trash. I mean, that's the we play our parts, man. Because yeah, I mean, I'll be dogging shit on here, though. <laughs> don't tell me, bro. Don't think that I'm just going to talk about your shit. I'm going to talk about it in a nice life. You put out some trash, man. I mean, you clearly been dogging shit via your uh, Instagram story. Oh, yeah. Zach hit me up as like, what, why's Perry so man. mad right now? I was like, just leave I was that shit alone. I was mad as hell this week. Look, man, 2021, man, look. Don't think that I'm just finna, like, fuck with your music or I'm just gonna try to put your music and shit on, on the blog and shit if I don't like your fucking music. The thing is, the thing is, the issue at hand, it wasn't even about me liking it. It was it was another party. And then somebody else, shit, they sent their music to somebody else and they got all mad. They came in my DMs talking about we wasn't supporting their music. Bitch, make another song. Fuck is you talking about? Well, the thing about, like, the blog culture, because I grew up heavy in that, you know, fucking with Two Dope Boys and Ill Roots, all mm-hmm. those blogs. Shout out Ill Roots. Shout out Mike <clears throat> Wax. Um, Carson. All of them boys. You really start to fuck with the blog because they curate the shit they post. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, I've never heard of this, and if this blog is posting it, I might like it. So if you're just posting everything and anything, that's kind of taking the, away from the curation of the blog. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. And especially, like, coming off coming off that interview last week, shout out Vic Lloyd, Fat Tiger, all of them out there, man. That was that was one of my favorite interviews. But Vic said it in the interview. He was like, bro, I'm not going to be soft with you. I'm going to tell you what it is. And that's what you should want me to do. You shouldn't want me to be talk, be gassing you up and you putting out some trash. Not, not saying it was trash because I didn't even hear the song. I didn't even hear the song because it wasn't even sent to me. But my thing is, you can't be mad. You can't be mad when somebody don't like your shit, period. You just got to keep it pushing for real. People, I be going weeks. Bro, I just dropped the song this week. I didn't si- submitted it to hella shit. Niggas ain't fucking with me. I, ain't, I can't be mad about it. You got to keep on going. You feel me? I mean, when we first started, bro, we had what? Seven seven plays. You know what I'm saying? You just got to keep moving. Yeah, I mean, you can't like let that like stop you. And, Remember, and a lot of the time, too, people, like you said, you didn't even hear it. If you're sending your shit to bigger platforms, they probably didn't even listen to your song. Remember when Tyler was like, man, y'all shit be mixed. Whack. Y'all got to mix y'all shit. What we do? We st- I start doing better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you need you need that honest critique from your people for real. Yeah, so it takes that. And it takes homies like Tyler to, like, I was at Native, and he's like, man, is Perry editing it? And I was like, yeah. He's like, he needs to do better. Then you, <laughs> then you did better. You know what I'm saying? And another thing is, another thing is, man, like, you, how am I going to say this? I don't want to put nobody on blast. 
You can put them on blast. No, I ain't going to put them on blast. But I'm just saying, it don't matter if I'm your friend or if you know me and shit. That's not an automatic, like, you finna get on there. You know what I'm saying? People be feeling like they entitled to shit. Like, just because you did, just because uh, you going through what you going through, you made a song about it or whatever, that don't mean the shit sound good to me. I'm curating, you feel me? Yeah, and that's really important. And that's why, like, the blogs I did fuck with back in the day, I fucked with them because they would put me on to good shit because they always posted good things. Mm-hmm. If they were just posting anything, like their homie shit, I'd be like, well, the last, like, eight things I listened to wasn't good, so I'm not going to fuck with this Exactly, anymore. exactly, man. We trying to do a move. But, uh, shit, man, off of that shit, man. Uh, what, what, what else is on this? Let me look at what else on this list, man. Well, we came into that new division. That was the first, uh, the Sadder Tone song. They dropped a deluxe edition to the album that True. just came out this year. Four new tracks. Two of them are super good. I feel like division is really, they kind of stayed on point. If, if you think you listen to R&B and you don't fuck with division, I don't know what the fuck is going on with your life. You know what What about Division was cool? They kind of touch on, like, older R&B. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that vibe. Yeah, that's I exactly what I think it's 1985's it production style. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that old old feel R&B What's shit. dude's name? 80-something? 1985. 1985? Just, oh, yeah, 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 my bad. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. His production style, because it's, like, minimal. It's very minimal, and he really pay attention to the sounds he making. Like, he really be mixing that shit down for real. He only be having, like, five, six elements of the beat. Yeah, but it still sounds really full. It sounds full and it sounds like precise. Exactly. That's a good word to use. Yeah, so check out that deluxe edition. And the cool thing about it is they put the four new songs right at the top. Also, so, do me a favor. Stop making deluxe editions this year, man. It's just streaming shit. That's I know, all it is. Just trying to get some more numbers and shit, man. But I would I would like it better if a lot of y'all like a lot of these deluxe editions came out on their own. They're like an EP. Yeah, let's like another EP and shit. I don't really get it because even if you do put it out as an EP, it's still going to stream. Yeah. So you're still going to get the money for it. But they want it to be compiled onto the other number so they could say, I just sold this many million. I feel like in streaming, the streaming era, going gold and platinum and shit, the meaning is so far removed yeah. from what it used to be before. Yeah. When you sold a million physical CDs. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching, uh, what was I watching? I was watching something because, you know, like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, like, pop culture, like, you know what I'm saying? Like history and shit. I was watching some shit and they were talking about Britney Spears. Britney Spears sold 700,000 her first week. Yeah, physical CDs. Physical CDs. 700,000 people went and copped that shit. Yeah. And they said Nelly had did. Oh, I was watching uh on HBO. They got that CNN, like the 90s and the 2000s and shit. I was watching the music episode. They said Nelly did like 800,000 his first week for real. Nelly used to be Drake for real. Yeah. He put out sweat and suit. People, yeah, <laughs> sweatsuit. But I was, yeah, sweatsuit. Those are actually three different projects, yeah. sweatsuit and sweatsuit. sweatsuit. One yeah. was a mixtape, right? Yeah. No, no, they were all albums because sweatsuit had uh, grills on it. Yeah, you put me on that. I was like, you mean the double CD? And you're like, nah, man. It's <laughs> one thing. Called. That's just, you're getting confusing. People you got be sweat sleep suit, on sweat Nelly, suit. bro. Nelly had hits back in the day. E.I. was a hit. Batter Up was Country a hit. Grammar was a pretty good album. Even, uh... Even uh, hot in her. That was hard. Yeah. Dilemma. But the thing about Dilemma still goes crazy. But the thing about those songs, all those songs are very dated. Pimp Juice. Dated. It's, it's like if you hear it, that <laughs> takes you back to 2004. Like yeah. Super quick. Yeah. But I mean, that's how things are when they get to be 20 years old. But like people don't be giving Nelly his flowers like they need to. He was selling like Drake. His music was hard. He was crossover. He was crossing over into that country. <laughs> yeah. Him and Tim McGraw hit that shit. Who did he do a versus against? He was, he? One, he was one of the first verses. Oh, was he? When they were still doing them via Instagram, when they just both oh, signed shit. on to Instagram. I didn't even know that. I forgot who. It was when it sounded horrible, like when the audio was really bad. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention back then either. I'm going to look it up and see because Nelly got a lot of hits, bro. Air For- Force Ones. The motherfucking St. Lunatics got hella hits. Because of Nelly. I yeah. mean, he put them on, obviously. Murphy Lee was hard. Yeah, but he got on because of Nelly. Yeah. You wouldn't have just got the but Murphy I'm glad, Lee project. I'm glad Murphy Lee project came out. Oh, he battled Ludacris. Ludacris. That's a good battle, though. That is a good battle, but he's smoking Ludacris instantly. Smoking Ludacris. I watched it for a minute. Some of those verses in the beginning were really hard to watch because it sounded <laughs> so bad and shit. I fuck with Ludacris. Ludacris used to be my favorite rapper for real when I was growing up. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Ludacris had the same career trajectory as Nelly. No, nah, but Nelly was way bigger, though. Bro, I told you, like, the first time I ever seen Diamonds dancing in real life was off Nelly wrist. <laughs> For real. Where were you and Nelly at? Bro, all right, so my boy, shout out my boy Julian Bell. He was on, like, one of those singing shows, The Voice or some, some shit like that. 
one of those shows that be on like uh on like local TV. Oh, not local TV, but uh on like oh, what channel? I don't even remember the channels no more. But fuck it, he was on like the Voice or whatever. And uh, the judges was like uh one of the Jonas Brothers. Um, Nelly was one of them, right? So like since he was in the shit, we was all in the all like the members area, like the family area, shit kicking. I was drinking and shit. And uh, I, all I know, I'm talking to somebody in a light, a bright light, hit me on the side of my eye. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? Now look over, it's Nelly Riss <laughs> dancing, bro. I swear to God, swear to God, bro. Nelly Riss was doing backflips, bro, like Gabby Douglas. Yeah, I mean, he was getting money. He's also he went bankrupt like ten years ago. Did he? Yeah. How? I don't understand, bro. Because so you're getting they're getting real money, but you start to live this lifestyle and take care of all yeah. these people. Yeah. That money goes quick. Still, you can you though. can fuck around and spend fifty million dollars relatively quickly if you're taking care of. 50 I mean, people. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you can. But I'm just saying, Nelly has he has so much more money than everybody else though. <laughs> <laughs> he probably signed a shitty ass record deal too. I don't even know how we got up on Nelly. I was trying to talk about the Chicago list. Yeah, I don't know. We took it there somewhere. Shout out Nelly. But uh, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a couple of these categories. Tell me what you think of you know any of these motherfuckers. I know a lot of these people for real. The one that was tough for me was the producer one because I actually think Peter Cottontail is real talented, mm-hmm. but I like know Slot A super well. So True. You, know, you gotta like rock with your homie on True. that one. But and I fuck with uh Montana Mac. His uh his thing that he did with Riz Jones, I'll be still be playing that shit. That shit hard. For yeah, yeah. Shout out Riz Jones too. Yeah, shout out former former pod guest Riz Jones. Yeah, he was the last guest before COVID. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's when it first started. We weren't even sure. We didn't even have masks yet. Y'all were smoking separate joints. Yeah, and we, we had a little like, bottle of Hennessy. Yeah, yeah. Shout bo- out Riz Jones. That Hennessy, and we were all talking about how we were gonna go into like seclusion after that episode. Yeah, and we all did. Yeah, you were the only person at my house for like three months. Yeah, after yo. that shit happened. Yo, best metal band, what you think? Oozing Wound, Rosaries, Pelican, Resin, Bong Ripper. Okay, I would say Bong Ripper, but that last Resin record's really good. I'm going to say Oozing Wound, because that last Oozing Wound record hard. Yeah. I'm going to go Oozing Wound for the vote right now. I feel like Oozing Wound has probably won that like three times already, though. Probably. Because they've been pretty consistent for a very long time. Probably, for real. But I mean, yeah. Fuck with Ooze and Moon, man. They helped us put on that show. That uh the one co drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the co drive was dope, man. That was a good look. Yeah, man. What uh, was that was like a year ago coming up? Or yeah, yeah, almost a year ago. Let's see. So producer, yeah, Pete and Cop, Peter Cottontown, Slot A. Who is Slot A? I don't even know who that is. He's my boy. Like I met him through Castle. He mm-hmm. uh he DJs, he makes really good beats. He's like very uh slum village Dilla style shit. True. He's, he's from Ypsilanti, Michigan. True. So uh, shout out Slot. He'll be on the pod sometime for sure. I could hit True. him probably whenever and get him up here. Brad Kemp. I don't know who that is. Rosard. I don't know who that is. I should have. I should have told people to vote for me. I don't know who none of these rock bands are. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Obviously. Wilco. You don't know who Wilco is? I mean, I know who that. I, I was like, like know come on, I know, but I ain't listened to their music in so long. Yeah. Uh, who best hip hop artist? I already know who I'm voting for. Roy Kenzie. Shout out Roy Kenzie. Here you go, best hip hop artist. I don't even know why Chance the Rapper is on here. Take Chance the Rapper off here. He ain't even put out a project. He's in Mountain Dew commercials and shit too. He doesn't need to be on the reader. He didn't even put out a project. I don't know who voted. That's just like basics. Wasn't Big Day last year? That was when that came out after. That was no. That was 2019. Was it? All right, cool. He didn't drop no new music. That shit was horrible. Uh, Roy Kenzie, that's who I'm voting for. I don't know who D2X is. You know who that is? No, nah, no names on there too. No right? names on there too. She's fire. But I feel like no she's, been fire. she's deeper than a rapper, though. She's, yeah. she's involved in so much other shit. Yeah, she's an activist. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She be doing her thing. She got her book club, too. Yeah, see, it's just deeper than rap for her. I don't know who Safi G is, either. Nah. I feel like I don't really, you know, it is weird, I guess, to be on the list and say this, but I don't know where this shit even comes from. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like all of this shit could be way better, you know? There's more people yeah. that deserve to be on these lists. Yeah. So, But uh, shit, we on that motherfucker go vote for us. Best driving concert? I thought Vic Mensa was the only one that did that. Apparently, hella people did they that. They were doing it every week for a minute. Oh, for real? Who else is on the list? Local H, Peg Boy, uh, Jeff Tweedy. I don't know that one. Moto Blot. I don't know what that is either. I thought that was a motorcycle event. I don't even know none of these punk bands. Why don't they have the Rise Against on here? Because they're from Chicago. Man, take that shit off there, man. They've always they don't been trash. Count. If you got a deal, you can't be on here. That's what it should be. That's a big. That's a fact. You, know? you got a record label deal, you should not be on this list, bro. It should be super local, like organic type shit. Who else uh, is on the punk shit? Um, Bev and the Drinks. Uh, what? 
Ganser. I don't know who that is. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's kind of good. I've heard of them before. Yeah. I haven't seen them though. That girl works at Empty Bottle. Oh, word. Yeah. True. Sincere engineer and the cell phones. The cell phones are kind of decent too. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't never heard of them either for real. But it's okay. I really only know punk bands from going to shows. If I haven't gone to a show in a year, I don't know any of these bands. I mean, yeah, I think that scene kind of thrived on the live show. That's so yeah. it's been a tough year for the, the local punk scene. Hell yeah. And probably I mean, every city, you know, every city's feeling the same effect. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like Atlanta. Cause like, yeah, because like when I like I don't check Apple Music every Friday for, for punk music, hardcore music and shit. That's some shit I got to hear through word of mouth. Like shout out Taurus and he put me on the... Uh, What's that band? What that band we were listening to? Oh, when you had to get through the intro? Yeah. Damn. That shit was hard. I got to find it. I got to Towers, Pillars or something. Oh, yeah. Pillars of Ivory. That shit was hard, bro. You, did you listen to it? I didn't get through the intro. The intro was horrible. The intro was, it, it was funny, man. I was like, I what fuck the fuck the is this? I, already, I could tell by their voices that they was like on some East Coast hardcore shit. Like just from hearing their voices, I was like, oh, you already know what this going to be. I thought it was going to be some generic ass hip hop shit. So I just turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because sometimes that, sometimes that line gets blurry it's hard it's hard to like get on the other side of that line you know what i'm saying because like all all them like tough guy bands be trying to be on their hip-hop shit so like i didn't know like it's hard to know if you're gonna get on here rapping and but, that uh, would have not been a good look no nah, but soon as soon as they hit that first chord i was like oh yeah let's go yeah that shit was hard you got to go back and listen to it they got two of them actually it was like one part and two part one and part two and it's like actually very like experimental for real like they take a lot of different shit. They got like pop music references and like a lot of hip hop, uh, like Sonic references or yeah, Sonic right? references. Oh, word. Okay, yeah, I'll check it out. I yeah. mean, the yeah. intro. He needed to do a little, uh, a little blurb and be like, "Get through the intro. Check this out." <laughs> so like, this shit is horrible. <laughs> you turned it off immediately. I listened for like thirty eight seconds. <laughs> Imagine if you hit the snip the the snippet on, uh, fucking Apple Music or something. Yeah, you would be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and not play it. But yeah, man, we didn't get to talk. It's so much shit to talk about this week because we didn't talk about no like current topics last week. I think week. we need to uh, just spend a little time on our Griselda bandwagon because there's like a couple things happening. Okay. Benny announced plugs. I'm at two March nineteenth. I've seen that. I'm excited. I know it was all produced by Harry Fraud though. Yeah, I wanna I wanna get your opinion on this. I think it's kind of weird to do like a sequel project mm-hmm. produced entirely by Harry Fraud when the first project wasn't even entirely produced by one producer. Yeah, like why not just call it something different? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it could be like the mindset he was in when he was writing. He could be like talking about the same things. He's always talking about the same thing, but like probably like the same specific things in his mind. You know what I'm saying? That he related about all oh, this the plugs I met twice. Yeah, and don't don't get it <laughs> fucked up. Like I'm excited to hear Harry Fraud do all those beats because mm-hmm. Harry Fraud's a beast. Yeah, because Harry Fraud's one of them, one of those producers that's super versatile for real. Because he can make some trap shit. He can tap into the artist and really yeah. fucking get can, in there. Bag. I've heard Harry Fraud do every type of beat. You know what I'm saying? Trap beat, hip hop beat, R and B beat, like chill wave beat. You know what I'm saying? Aggressive we, shit. I heard him do everything. For we've real. talked about it on the pod multiple times. How he's probably one of the most underrated producers. Yeah, like he's amazing for real. And he got yeah, he, and he got mad accolades too. People be sleep. You know what's funny is he's like a Kenny Beats that doesn't get Kenny Beats love because mm-hmm. he can tap into every type of like Sonic. Yeah, the same way Kenny can. Yeah, but Kenny Kenny was more on the, on the hype shit because you know he come from EDM. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like a lot of his shit, that's why it resonate with the kids. That's why they be talking about it so much because Kenny Beats make high energy shit. But he'll but, also work with like trash talk and shit too. Yeah, exactly. So he can he can like blur. Did the that line. come out yet? Yeah, it's it, uh, the whole project didn't come out. I don't think. He's okay. had a couple songs. Yeah, I forgot all about that. We talked about that briefly on the pod before too. But I mean, I think that's dope when a producer can do all those different things mm-hmm. instead of just kind of give you the same thing. That's why people always talk about those short runs producers have because they just have one sound. Mm-hmm. And once that sound find, kind of fades away, they don't have anywhere else to pivot. Yeah, yo. It's, like It happens like every year. It's like a turnover, like producers that like get washed every year. What was the dude that was doing like a uh, Black Boy JB shit? He was doing everything like two years ago. Take Keith. Yeah, he was on everything. He was doing yeah. Drake beats. And he was shit. doing everything like two years. Ago. And now you gone. haven't heard a Take Keith beat in a minute. Hell no. And that sucks. You better save your money. I heard. You um, I heard a Pierre Born beat. He was on that uh, that Juice World. Well, he did all of Cardi's first shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he just put out a song with Young Thug and Juice World, and like it was oh, alright. No. The song is decent, but Bad like, Boy. The, yeah, no, that beat is fucking crazy. That name bro. is. Dude, naming a rap song "Bad Boy" is not. <laughs> cool. I was like, this is so corny. He but. said like um. 
He said like uh Martin Lawrence, Martin he like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Yeah. I get the movie, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> While we're still And on that the, shit was recorded like three years ago. Yeah. Had to be. You know what I'm saying? Right when Bad the new Bad Boys movie was coming out. For sure. While we're still on the Griselda shit, they also that movie came out conflicted. Oh, it did? The yeah. Benny movie? You watched it? No. You gonna watch it, ain't you? Probably, but it's probably gonna be pretty bad. <laughs> oh no, man, it could be fire. Do you think it's gonna be one of those like how No Limit used to make movies and shit? Yeah, I mean it'd be a lot. It's a lot of those like those like low budget like hood movies that be hard. Like, have you ever seen? I think it's called what's it called? Power and Violence. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. Hold on, I gotta look it up and see if that's the name of it. I've just seen a lot of people comparing it. So yeah, being like a hood classic or whatever. But people don't understand like belly and shit still had a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's a it it be like little YouTube shows that be going hard for you. Like I didn't guess definitely like get caught up in like these little like hood YouTube shows before and like watched the whole thing before. Yeah, I mean I'll definitely watch it. I don't have any any high hopes for it. But <laughs> I think that's what Westside's plan is to get into like making films and all that stuff. I think people think it's easy and you make a bunch of money. But people actually have to consume the the film for you to, to turn a profit on it. Oh no, it's called Money and Violence. You gotta watch that shit. That shit is good. Is that is a YouTube movie? It's a YouTube show. But like they got bought by somebody. Somebody bought it and brought it to a network, and then it got launched, which is always what happened. Well, then you gotta like really censor that shit. Yeah, yeah. But when it was just on YouTube, it was fire. There was another one. There was a Chicago based one I used to watch too. It was just on YouTube. It was hard. <laughs> we need to drop a show. I'm about to drop a show, Val. Call what, about what? Oh no, yet I already told Charles to start like uh, brainstorming ideas, man. Hey, real talk. I'm gonna do a short film soon in the next like three, four years. I'm gonna do a short film because like why not, bro? I don't know. I feel like you got a lot on your plate right now. That's why I'm saying like three, four years. I'm gonna do a short film. Probably like I always wanted to do like the album, like the EP with like four songs, and then do a short film with videos for all four songs. I mean, if you dropped an EP that was like a like a plot based, and then you mm-hmm. put out a short film with it, that'd be really cool. Yeah, like you put out an EP with a 20 minute short film, yeah, that'd be kind of fire. I'm gonna start writing. I'm gonna start writing a treatment for it next year. But I, f- I feel like if you think about it, though, a 20 minute video body of work is so much editing and shit. Yeah, but like it's a lot. of It's like people like get vids like that. I fuck with like you remember when Tierra Wack put out that that shit. Tierra Wack's visuals are amazing. That shit was crazy. Tierra Wack's visuals are part of like the thing that makes her so great. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was so cohesive and yeah. like, awesome. And she did what? Like 10 songs. She did. She had like an album. Tierra Wack had an album that was all one minute songs. And she put out a video of. Every song, and it, it was like every song was like a different aesthetic in the video. It was tight, and it just added to the whole experience. Mm-hmm. It made you really be like Tierra Wax on point. And I still think she's a great artist, and she's one of those people I look at as being like it's, an artist. More, it's about than, time for her to come back around too. I'm she sure been she's silent working for a shit. minute. Yeah, but I bet you she'll come back with something hard though. Yeah, she's probably she's, just waiting until she can like tour and shit. She's an overall creative, mm-hmm. and those people I feel like come with a like a whole like body of work kind of thing mm-hmm. where she's got the visuals laid out. She's got the audio, like it mm-hmm. all comes out like cohesively. So that's dope. Uh, any other music come out that we need, to, that we need to cover. I think this is kind of the time of year where music doesn't really drop. Like yeah, it's that. been pretty dry. We had, we had, uh, I had come across a Drake leak and we thought it was the real Drake shit, I but did. like after listening to it, it's not, it can't be. No, within 10 minutes I texted you and said, this isn't the album. But like that, that's definitely the album art. The album art hard. Yeah, and that 42 song is great. I the, hope that makes the album. The one that with uh, Roddy Rich was hard, too. Yeah, the, the, the shit was good. You just got to understand Drake probably has so much shit just, like, recorded. Mm-hmm. That's, like, not mastered, not mixed, or, like, a rough or, a, you know, a demo. Yeah, when that's all you do every day. Like, if I, if I just went to the studio instead of going to work every day, you know how many songs I would have? Yeah, Drake probably has hard drives full of shit like that. Yeah. Those were all seem just, like, demos shit. But, like, that's the thing. One thing about Drake that he's always done that, though. He's always had songs leak. And like some of my favorite Drake songs are like leaked songs that wasn't even on the album that he had coming out. Well, all the shit that was leaking like three, four months ago was actually leaking from OVO. They were just putting them out. Yeah. So it's funny to even call that shit a leak. No, but I'm talking about like back in like 2010 when he was dropping, when like he was making reference songs for other people. And I would hear the Drake version first and I'd be like, oh, this shit is fire. And then like the Jamie Foxx version would come out and I'd be like, oh. Or like even the Alicia Keys one. I remember when the, I heard just that just that uh, unforgettable with just Drake on it. And I was like, damn, this shit is fire. Then Alicia Keys dropped her version afterwards. Or like it's hella like Rihanna songs. 
that Drake that Drake did wrote and he had the reference version leaked. Hella of those. Or like songs that he his verse will come out and then later that verse will be on another whole different song. Yeah, definitely. But you gotta like you just said, Drake is constantly just recording. Mm-hmm. That's his whole thing. As successful as Drake's been, he's still really been a full time music artist. Yeah. He's dabbled in other shit, but he's really just been putting out music. Yeah, bro. Bro, so. I got a hard drive full of hella Drake unreleased songs. I don't know. My shit is literally like 500 songs deep for real of unreleased Drake shit. So I know he got a whole hard drive. Yeah. And in the last two years, he put out two albums of B, like B sides mm-hmm. that went like platinum. Yeah. You know, the one, the first one he put out with all the hard mm-hmm. shit on it, then the Dark Lane demo tapes. Yeah. So. If he can, if he can go, if he can hit Billboard with B sides and shit that didn't even come out, mm-hmm. it just goes to show you where he's at. It's only two more Fridays in January. I don't think it's gonna come out this month. He said it was coming out this no, month. He said once he tore his like Achilles, he pushed it back. Remember? Oh, he did. Yeah. Damn. Which I don't understand. Look if, at the sadness in Kelly eyes when you said that. Yeah, your eyes told the story right there. <laughs> um, I don't understand the being injured. You can't put your album out because you can't tour it. Anyway. You can't tour it anyway. Video, I got to see videos and shit, appearances and shit. He did kill that laugh now, cry later video. Yeah, that shit was tight. That's probably how he fucked his shit up. <laughs> Fucking around with niggas outside of his level, his skill. Level. No, he really did it hooping at his yeah. crib. I heard Steph Curry was the one that fucked him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't be Drake and try to guard Steph. <laughs> this is not a good matchup. Shit, is there any other music, man? I don't think it's. Let me let me just take one more glance at what we got on here. No, I don't see no more. Oh, it's kind of in the music lane. Apparently this week, uh, MF Doom streams are up 850%. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, they is, bro. Because that's the first thing I did when I heard. I was like, let me go run Doom. In Mad uh, Mad Villainies in the top 200 billboard. Hell yeah. That's the, first thing, that's the first thing I went and did when I heard. I'm going to hope everybody else do it, man. In those situations, you just got to hope his family has part of his like royalties. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure they do. I can't see Doom moving in that way. Like having a shitty deal. Mm-hmm. I can't say because he would have just put it out himself. Exactly. Yeah. What was the first Doom album you heard? Uh, I think mine was mm, Food or Mad Villainy. Just because I was always on the Mad Lib wave. Um, fucking uh, Danger Doom. Danger Doom. Because Jermaine put me on Danger Doom for real. Yeah. Then you like. Then I had to go back deep dive. That's what's dope. That's what I don't think a lot of people do anymore. Is like find an artist and deep dive the back catalog. Because you got to think that's what everyone's doing with Doom now. I bet you most of those streams are from people that never even listen to his music. Yeah, I still do that, man. Because the thing is, playlisting kind of fucked that up. But, like, I still do that. Like, that's my favorite thing, like, to go back and listen to somebody's whole album. Shit, this morning, I put on Mila J this morning. Fuck with Mila J? No. Nah, see, that's what I'm saying. He don't know about it. He be putting on this R&B front, man. He ain't really tapped oh, in. Oh, easy, easy. He ain't tapped in, like, you know what I'm saying? Wait, Remember wait. they tried to play me? Where they tried to play me a couple podcasts ago, him and Jorge. Oh, you're holding some some shit back. <laughs> Air it out. Wait till we wait till Kurt, COVID's over and we split these DJ nights. Kurt tried to we'll play. split these DJ yeah. nights <laughs> and we'll see who comes with Kurt the heat. To play me Are you on me the J? Yeah, I was listening to all me the J shit this morning, man. All right, we'll see. That's you. uh, I, and like this morning, I did not know that that was uh Janae Eco's older sister. I did not know that. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Because uh. Fucking uh, Kelly, was, uh, Kelly was like, oh, this remind me of Janae. And I was like, yeah, because I was like, Janae running behind me, LeJay. Then I, then I seen it on there. I was like, oh, her like sister. Like literally? Yeah, yeah. She's literally running behind <laughs> her, for real. Spent a lot of their life doing that. Shout out me, LeJay, man. I'll fuck with her. Yeah, nah. So we, we got this plan. Once COVID's over, me and Perry are going to split some DJ nights. Yeah, man. Holla at us. Get and we're, we're going to bring out the R&B brunch. Hey, if you curating, if you care, you going to be curating nights when this shit open back up, man, get at us, man. We got our audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, but it's got to be some. It's got to be some shit that fit, man. Cause we, I want to do some brunch shit. I got the R and B brunch plan. Yeah, we gonna yeah. do some brunch. We gotta do some brunch shit. So come hit us up with something proper, man. If y'all listening, then we're not gonna. I'm not gonna show you my set. You do your set. I'm we'll, gonna be sipping Bloody Mary. And we'll see who comes with the better one. Playing Pharrell. You see, you're just gonna play a bunch of Pharrell shit. I'm gonna come uh, with some shit. Nah, I'm gonna come with the heat. That's the thing is, I could come with all the heat un- just under Pharrell. But I won't do that though. I just gotta play that uh that hypnotize you. Woo! And, until you get two, three mimosas. That's then gonna get the gonna party going. Bag. That's gonna get it going, man. When I got a bloody listening to hypnotize you. Those are gonna Any be I- fun, man. So yeah, any venues be uh, be on the lookout. We'll be reaching out because we gotta find the perfect venue for Yeah, that. it's cause it gotta fit. It's yeah. gotta fit for real. It can't be dark in there. I need light. 
Yeah, for the R and B vibes I mean, with like, the brunch. Like, we can't do like I ain't, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say nothing to mess our our shit up, man. But yeah, we got We need some light in there. We need food. Need to be decent. I can't be having y'all serving this you no know, lamp bougie ass food. That I don't know what it is. We need meat, like the like our 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 style of food. Little sandwiches, yeah. little sandwiches. You know what I'm saying. But we still need champagne. Champagne. You know what I'm saying. But uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into this hot shit of the week. We got uh, Saint Icky hit us with the remix of Issues. Got our yeah, boy Calfani on there, so let's yeah, get into yo, that right now. Issues with the with the co-host Saint Icky. He got Calfani on there again, and I just want to say, not never to discredit you, but Calfani goes crazy. Calfani, yeah, bars, bro. I just don't hear him rap that often, and every time I hear, I'm just, he's going crazy. Yeah, we gonna get, we gotta get, we gonna have Calfani on here recently. Me and him been working on a lot of shit for real, so uh, y'all gonna hear that in the future. But yeah, that 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 issues remix, man. Uh, we originally put that out as part of a, a compilation, like a, a, a charity compilation, like when the pandemic first hit to try to raise money for uh, these businesses and organizations that was taking a hit. But uh, that shit was too hard. And I was like, man, I got to put this shit out. And I just want to start 2021 on a good note. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's the key, man, to any year just trying to start it on. Because f- the, the, the calendar turning thing is corny, right? Yeah. Nothing changes because the calendar turns. But anything that gives you a moment to kind of reset and refocus your goals is good. Hell yeah. So whatever that takes. Let's take this shot real quick. Ignite the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, Perry, it's, a, it's official. I got some official shit for you. What's up? 
straight from the source of Louisiana. What up? Carter 2 is the best Wayne project. It's oh, official. Yeah. It's official. Yeah, it's beneficial. I had Louisianian conversations. Yeah. And Carter 2 is the best. No, no, yeah, it's We've, we're, So we're not off the track. They call me Mr. Mr. Carter. Carter. I kissed the daughter of the dead's forehead. I killed the father. I remember, I remember I was in high school. I wrote that on my shoes. On the soul? Yeah, you know what niggas used to be writing shit on their shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to write, write that on my shoes, man. Yeah, I had, I had multiple Carter 2 conversations. Yeah. And it's unanimous. Carter 2, definitely. And then after that, I'm going to have to say, uh, my my personal 500 degrees after that. Because I'm, I'm like, oh, Wayne. But even like the block is hot and shit was fire. Block is hot, fire. All of that shit. It's so much, uh, it's so much history, hip-hop history in New Orleans, man. Like, that's why I'm sorry that, y- that y'all got to go to, yeah, Kurt fl- fresh off the jet. I mean, fresh at out the, the car. At the car, yeah, the 13 hours. Kurt fresh out the car from New Orleans. I got my mask on. I got the, <laughs> I got, I got the Go Puff test. <laughs> Taking that shit in the morning. I'm dropping it off. But, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I always, uh, a couple weekends ago, we, me and Kelly woke up, and I was, uh, I was playing some Trigger Man shit. I was like, Kale, you don't know about this. Trigger Man, man. Trigger Man had been on everything, bro. Well, that Trigger Man shit, like, started Cash Money. Like, yeah, they, it started ju- everything. Manny Juvenile Fresh, rapped Juvie, on that beat. Yeah. Everybody rapped on that Trigger Man beat. Yeah, New Orleans musical history is so deep. I you remember, know, just uh, in general. The bass guy got a song, said, I, I love New Orleans. He said, anybody talking that shit, thinking I don't know about this shit, I don't listen to that shit, I love New Orleans. Free Wayne. Yeah. I be listening to that BGZ, that Marcelo. <laughs> that soldier slim You know what's crazy is, is New Orleans is relatively small And to think No Limit and Cash Money Both rooted from that Yeah and then, Yeah it's something about it it's, a, it's that jazz That's where it come from It's that jazz That that whole city got a musical Got a musical vibe about it You know what I'm saying They've been doing it forever And then uh, you know Beyonce working with Frida uh-huh. like, That's a huge look Like Because Frida's a staple down in New Orleans mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, man, music just lives in that city. All of that shit, bro. All of that shit. Even down in Baton Rouge, Kevin Gates and them. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's kind of it for Baton Rouge, right? Gates? Get, uh, NBA. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, who else from Baton Rouge? Somebody else from Baton Rouge. Boosie? Man, it's crazy because the only time I've been to New Orleans before this, I obviously flew. Mm. Uh, but I wasn't trying to fly during COVID. Bro. When you when you fucking get into Louisiana... And you're on the freeway, you're surrounded by water, and you see all these stilted up houses and shit. It's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's a surreal, like, viewing experience. Yeah, yeah. I always love that we're driving around another city and you just looking at shit that they deem as normal and shit. You know what I'm saying? And how foreign it feels to you. Because Chicago, I mean, I love architecture in Chicago. I love, like, I love, like, the seasons we have in Chicago just because that's the only thing I know. But, like, everywhere else is crazy. Like, when I be in, like, Cali and LA and shit, I just be looking, I be like, damn, like, if this one minuscule hill this hill was anywhere in chicago it would be something they would charge you money to go to it the weird thing about (laughs) chicago too is the the architecture is kind of redundant like it it feels like you're in the same place a lot yeah yeah for real it's literally because it's just flat and it's all the same for real yeah yeah like literally like i work in uh i work in little village now and like little village is literally bizarro world humboldt park like douglas park and humboldt park is like bizarro world it's exactly the same yeah no for sure Dude, speaking of traveling, I was reading this thing today where Microsoft, Oracle, and Salesforce are teaming up to make a digital COVID vaccination card. Oh, for real? So you'll be able to like, your phone? to prove that you're vaccinated like quickly to, mm-hmm. to fly, enter places. Yeah, like, they're going to do that shit. They definitely going to do that shit. They're going to make it a requirement to do a hell of shit. You're going to be able to go to shows. You're going to be able to do a lot of shit unless you get that vaccine, man. And like, honestly, I don't know, man. Like right now, I'm still, Quincy, go get it. Shout out Quincy, the face value puppy, man. Yeah. His ass was in the car, too. He was a good dog. He was super he? good dog, good, yeah. Good. That's rare. He's better in the car than in life. That's <laughs> rare, for real. <laughs> I mean, the car brings it. It's like a baby. When you take the baby in the car, mm-hmm. and then the vibrations. But, yeah, the, the vaccination shit, the vaccination shit, man, like like I said, like I'm definitely going to get it. That's just because I be around old people all the time. Shout out grandma. Shout out granddad. But I be around old people all the time, so I definitely got to get I'm definitely going to get that shit. But uh, they opening up. They supposed to be opening up six vaccination uh, stations in Chicago this week. For real, is it still for frontline workers? No, uh, right now it's frontline workers, and now they just open it up that if you over sixty five, you can get it. Okay, yeah. So really, like, we'll probably be able to get it in two months. Yeah, probably. I'm going. I'm trying the first day of that shit. Just get yeah, it over yeah. with, dude. Yeah, for real. Because then you got to get the boost. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I the but it is it's, it's good now that like now they include that in like the daily numbers 
So it's just not all bad shit when you look. You be like, oh, 6,000 infected, 100 people died. But at least you got like the, oh, 7,000 vaccinated. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a it's a one good one glimmer of light into looking at the news every day. You know what they should do when you get the first one? They should mail you the boost and you USPS on bullshit, so you'll get it 28 days later. I'm not sticking that shit in myself, man. Why? You really wouldn't? Man, I'm not sticking that. I need somebody else to stick that shit in. I'll, I got you, bro. I you might miss the, the, the vein it's supposed to go in. I don't think the vaccinations are like that. Oh, they're not? I think oh. you just stick in your shoulder. <laughs> I don't think it's like blood work. Oh, no, I need them to put it exactly where it needs to be. For <laughs> real. <laughs> Speaking of that shit, yeah, last week we had guests. We had guests last week, so we really couldn't talk about, like, the capital getting stormed, bro. It was literally, like, the day that that happened was the day that we did the interview with Vic Lloyd. And I walked up in the pop-up. I was like, they get them niggas up out of that building yet? <laughs> that shit is fucking crazy. We got to talk about it because it's too big of a thing, bro. Niggas ain't never did that before. Well, everything I've been hearing is that there's plans to do it again on the day he leaves the office, you know, in multiple cities. You know, I don't never try to wish bad upon nobody. I don't ever wish violence on nobody. But I was literally sitting there like, shoot these niggas, bro. Because if it was us, they would have been shooting. They would have been shooting. Fat, like, real quick. They would have been busting metal bullets if we walked, if motherfuckers walked in that Capitol, bro. They ain't, they ain't bust. I'm sitting there watching the shit at work. I'm like, they ain't bust not one rubber bullet in nobody ass yet. I mean, it's just a clear representation of how people aren't treated equally. Yeah, at man. All. Like, it, took a, it took them three hours to get a can of tear gas. They had that shit in Logan. <laughs> <laughs> they had that shit on Fullerton. They busted tear gas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm like, they ass is wildin', bro. And, like, now it's like all these, like, conspiracies saying that, like, pe- like congressmen let, let people in and, like, get tours so they can see where they can go in or whatever, man. All I know is, like, I see in the videos of, like, the security guards, like, with their little night sticks out trying to get people back. And then they was running up the stairs and shit. People was chasing them. I was like, bro, they lucky I'm not one no security guard at that motherfucking Capitol, bro. Because I would have been sitting there, like, I've been waiting to beat somebody ass with this night stick, bro. <laughs> they probably would have arrested me. Uh, for uh, for uh, unnecessary force, bro. Because I would have been beating niggas' ass back with that stick. They probably would have trampled me. Yeah, but imagine making like fourteen dollars an hour and trying to be up in that fucking taking riot. out my aggression, man. I'm like, get your ass back, bro. <laughs> Swear to God, I'm gonna start swinging this stick, bro. <laughs> All your emotional baggage just be pouring out in that I've been shit. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, I ain't get my my stimulus ain't came yet. Bing, <laughs> bing, bing, bing. You know what I'm <laughs> For real, man. I was like, oh, know what? Apparently, some apparently some chick did get uh get blasted on, but like one chick got blasted on. They was blasting niggas on Michigan Avenue. Yeah, it got ugly here during those riots. And yeah, stuff. it was crazy, especially downtown. Downtown was was nuts. Like yeah. Sid, Sid who tattoos me, uh, mm-hmm. she was deep in it. She was like in the in the shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me these stories while she was tattooing me. And I mean, that shit was even uglier than you saw in the news. Mm. She said she watched people get like their fucking face busted in, like just, you know, yeah. just super assaulted. That was the story. That was the story amongst black people. That's what we was talking about instantly. First thing that motherfucker said was, man, that was us. <laughs> but you already know it would have played out we already know. different. We already know, man. But like the thing is, like like I said, I never usually try to wish nobody bad. I don't I don't usually try to find joy in people's pain and anguish, bro. But like watching these niggas get on the get off the plane, bro, it was brought a light to my whole week. Oh, the dude, the no fly list for the rest of your life is kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah, you can't no, just walk good. into the thing. You can't walk into the Daily Center and do some shit like that and not go to jail. Niggas thought they was really like they thought they was really finna get home scot free. <laughs> yeah, dude. Especially with today's technology and there's so much video. Uh-huh. Like if they really want to find a lot of those people, they can find you pretty easy. Yeah. And so. they've been grabbing them. They had uh I seen the one chick, you see the one chick that got maced, bro, and she was like, uh, they interviewed her, she was like, It's a revolution. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. They was like, What are you doing? She was like, We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. They maced me. <laughs> I was just sitting there laughing, bro. Ain't nothing very more joy to me. Yeah, this year. That, I mean, that's the, in the last year. That's the, probably the shit that made me most happy. With the scene, or like dude that fell off the wall. Did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. Dude fell like 20 feet. I was like, good. Yeah, not good, for <laughs> sure. I've been laughing all week at that shit, bro. I love it. I love it. 
I mean, let's just, we just got to really hope this uh, Wednesday shit doesn't go super yeah, south. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's already enough dumb shit going on for, like, people seem to relax. Yeah, they need to have that shit on lock. They, just, they don't even need to have no audience there. I heard people saying that, like, like arguing like it's tradition and you need that energy, like, when you were bringing a new president in or whatever. But, man, fuck that shit. They don't need to be no audience. They need to do that shit in a room. I mean, there's already so much bad energy surrounding this whole situation. Just kind of let it die and, like, reset. Yeah. Because Trump, all Trump did was bring bad energy to the whole fucking four years. Bro, the nigga had his feet on Pelosi's desk. Bro, they would have they would have shot you in the head. If it was me that did that shit doing Black Lives Matter and I put my foot on her desk, they would have shot me in the head. Without even thinking about it. <laughs> hey, for real. And it would have been on video. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, and it would have been on video. That shit crazy, bro. That whole shit was crazy, bro. We had to touch on that shit. I know it's two weeks old, but we still had to touch on that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, ain't nothing like that ever happened before. That and was a coup. It was literally a coup. And just so, like, everybody knows, we definitely talked about it before we started the pod, but having Vic on the pod was so dope. We didn't want to, you know, spend so much time talking about that versus... Yeah. I mean, he's he's a guest we've been talking about getting on since we started, so we wanted to really highlight, like, everything he's done mm-hmm. and just go into his past. And he dropped so much game in that episode. He did, for real. He was talking that shit, for real. Talking shit that, like, I've already applied to my life. No, nah, for real. And those are the people, man, like, the people that have really been through it and started DIY shit that became to a point where mm-hmm. it's their livelihood. If you just listen yeah, to those people like, talk, you can gain a lot of knowledge. Don't get it wrong. Them dudes started off DIY. Him, Fresh Goods, Rello, they started off DIY. I remember by, I got a I got a DMB hat that like I bought at like off of them. You know what I'm saying? I met Joe up. I see Joe. He was like, I was like, yo, can you give me a hat? He was like, yeah, he gave me the hat. Yeah, I mean, don't it, don't ever get it fucked up with where those dudes are at now. They put in all of the work to mm-hmm. get there. They're a clear example of just grinding that shit out. And now they're finally, like, reaping, like, the rewards of it, which is dope. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't just get handed anything. Hell, yeah. So that's why I was so hyped to have him on the pod. And, like, if you're listening, shout out Vic. I've been texting him, telling him we got a lot of good feedback. And he was just like, man, thanks for having me on. So that was that was great. So we just couldn't really touch on that that subject during that because we wanted to really highlight the guest we had on that week. Hell, yeah. Or else we would have definitely talked about it. Hell, yeah. You already know. What you trying to do, sports? You trying to do apparel? Uh, let's get into this apparel because this this Awake New York and Born and Raised collab came out. Mm-hmm. And those are two brands that I would actually like to see work together. And it's just another clear example of the shit we always talk about where it's just mid as fuck. Yeah. Because both of those brands independently do really cool shit. And it's just it just brings me back to that point of like, why even put your energy into this thing if you're not going to really put your energy into it? Yeah. They, like- they did a cool uh, chore jacket because it was also with Carhartt. Mm-hmm. So it was Awake, Born and Raised, and Carhartt. Yeah, and the, they did a cool chore jacket, but the, even that jacket could have been way the, better. I, I like I like the jacket because I'm sure this shit is embroidered on the back. It is. Look. It's it's definitely. Embroidered. I'm sure it's embroidered. and it's got the angel and the devil on there. Yeah, that, that that piece is cool, but the other like graphic tees and stuff, it's like just spend some time because both of those brands independently are dope. Like this man. shit, this shit could have been way better. Yeah, bruh. And I understand, like, if you would just try to make a quick little shirt, a one color shirt, just to get off, you can get it off for like thirty dollars. But I mean, it's fifty dollars, right? It's $50. <laughs> but even think about that, though. If me and you are independent brands, me like me and you pay, and we're yeah. like, all right, let's 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 do something together. Why the fuck would we just throw together that? Just shit, like, Life of Pablo, rip? Bruh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I actually, like, could see those brands together doing something really cool. Yeah. So it's just kind of a letdown that that's what they spent their energy putting out. Because, like, granted, the pants is really simple, but, like, I, I like the idea of the pants. I like the pants a lot. Well, yeah, the concept is cool. Because any pants with just, like, the anything written right there is, like, cool to me. But, like, yeah, like you said, the tease is really mid, for real. It's just that ja- the ja- I think the jacket's sold out, which yeah, obviously it is. But nothing else is because yeah. everything else is super mid. This is, like, just, like, word art. <laughs> that, that, that is just something born and raised could put out by themselves. Yeah. Like, why do you need to collaborate with this other designer, other brand? Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, man. Reach of the week. We bring them back the reach of the week segment, man. This with the this, reach with this collaboration? Yeah. The I Mi- feel you. The, I Mickey, the Mickey is all right. The Mickey is all right, but not for 120, no. That's what I'm saying, man. You want people to spend this money on these products? Yeah. You, you should put more effort into it. Not for 120, no, man. It's just kind of sad because I really respect both those brands. And not I not think going, they could do something not really going cool back to together. like Vic, but like one thing he said last week was he was just like motherfuckers is like this is a commodity. Motherfuckers is trying to really figure out how much they could sell the shit for. 
Yeah, it's like trying to get max value. Yeah, trying to get the max value you can out of it. Like, put it just like where it's just like a little bit too high. But the thing about it is these brands aren't trying to get the max value of what it's worth. They're really just trying to get the max value of what the consumer will pay for it. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, honestly, if this shirt, if this, uh, like, I like the color wear of that shirt. If that shirt was $30, $25, like, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, but uh-huh. also you fully know because we make shit, you've made shit. Mm-hmm. That shirt, that shirt probably cost them four dollars to make. Yeah, so one color, four dollars, one color, boom, done. It's only on the back. It don't even have nothing on the front. Yeah, that that shit is definitely three to four dollars. Yeah, man, stop doing that shit. Let people let people get flat off y'all shit. And that's what I mean by people are trying to get the the max out of the consumer and not the like the max value of the quality. Yeah, it's not like they're giving you some quality ass garment and trying yeah. to like okay, this is worth this. We're trying to charge this price. This We got this shit for $4, and we're trying to hit you for 50 Yeah, man. It's just to max out your profit margins instead of give someone, you know, what's worth what's worth it for their money. Let people get fly. They don't want to let people get fly. They yeah. just want it to be exclusive. Exactly. And, oh, it's expensive, so it must be good. Yeah. And that's, like, a huge misconception. You got to pick out what's actually good for your money because mm-hmm. the price tag doesn't mean anything at this point. You know, most of the time it's just for the hype. It's not yeah. the quality at all. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even read this. Uh, Notre Dunks? Yeah, Notre's got a dunk coming out uh, January 21st. They're doing two colorways. Um, one of the, the blue colorway will be available worldwide on Sneakers app after the release. But on the 21st, it's exclusive to, to Nortra. They're doing the, the same thing oh, they did dope. with the, the Vans. They got the hand holding the swoosh kind of thing, like the Unity Thing. It's like I like the swoosh. I'm not a big fan of the shoes in general, but I think that's cool on the swoosh again. Just like I like. Wait, I don't see no hand holding it. You see how like if you really zoom oh, in. Oh yeah, I do. It's the same thing they did with the vans. Yeah, I actually like that. I actually like that a lot. I like the Nortra tag on the tongue, but overall the shoe to me is kind of whatever. And but, it's on, it's only on the inside swoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like the denim though. I think denim on it for a comeback. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. I've always kind of fucked with denim. I like both of these colorways for real. The laces, the laces set it off. I'm just like happy. On the beige. Like, I feel like Nortra's getting a lot of good looks. So the thing is, I'm always scared to cop white shoes, but I love a beige shoe. I like all off-whites. Like, you know, colors mm-hmm. like, like the tan, cream, all that shit. It's great. It's like way better than white. Because white, like, it's second it gets dirty, you either got to beat it to shit these or try to keep it clean. Hard. They come in like, uh, yeah, on the 24. I might try to get these bitches. These beige ones go hard. I'm sure we could get you a pair if you really wanted to get one. Yeah, bro. I'm going to try to get these. Holla at the plug. Yeah, for sure. I mean, shout out Nortra. I think we need to start fucking with them more in general. Maybe get, yeah. maybe get one of those dudes on the podcast. Hell yeah. Because um, they're a staple in the city and we really have no connection yeah. to them. The one time, I've only been in this, their store like two or three times, but like I, like, I, was, I was like blown away. I didn't think it was going to look all crazy like it do. They're new. The, the newest new location yeah. is nuts, yeah, dude. Yeah, the new one, yeah. It's really nice. They uh, And the cool thing about them is- I went to the one that was like real up north when I was- Andersonville. Yeah, yeah, I went to that. I've been to that one before. No, but the was, thing is, obviously that store didn't look the way it looks now, um, aesthetically, but they had heat in that bitch, especially to be mm. in Andersonville. They were one of the yeah. first Stone Island accounts in Chicago. Oh, You know, real? they've been carrying Stone Island forever. Like, it was like, that was like a hidden gem in Andersonville. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you knew about it- I remember because my friends, I knew some friends that bartended in that neighborhood and they'd be like, dude, I saw this jacket in this, in the, in the window of that store. And I went in and it was like 1100 and it's because people in the neighborhood didn't know, Yeah, you know? So I always thought it was cool that they were up there, but now I feel like the West loop makes more sense mm-hmm. for, the, for their business. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, shout out Nortra. We really should connect with them and try to get one of those dudes on the podcast. Hell yeah. Cause that'd be cool. Hell yeah. The last thing, last thing I think I got in peril is these, these DIY Jordans, bro. The fours. Yeah, for the kids, man. I think that's dope, bro. They need to start doing more drops for the kids, man. Definitely. So, like, I guess they just, like, some all-white Jordan 4s, but they come with Sharpies. They come with markers so the kids can, like, design them. And the 4s are, do. like, the Jordan of the year. Yeah. You know, the 4s have been going crazy. Yeah. All the, all the collabs and different colorways. Yeah. It was actually a pair of Jordans I tried to get this week. The uh Those those yellow ones with the green at the top, the Volt joints. I didn't see that. I've been like really out of the loop this week. Oh yeah, yeah, because you've been on you've been on vacation. So I don't really see shit. Evan was hitting me about some dunks that came out, and I just didn't even know what he was talking about. So yeah, it's like a little little rough. Yeah, they came out with some yellow. They they like yellow, but they get the green at the top. What model are they? Jordan ones. I'm about to show these these bitches. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. You tried to actually get them. Yeah, I tried to get them bitches. It was dead. You took the L and sneakers. Yeah, hell yeah. 
That's weird. That never happens. Man, fuck sneakers. App, fuck man. that app, dude. <laughs> fuck that app. Fuck sneakers. Didn't app, we talk bro. about that with Vic too? Or yeah. Not? Man, fuck that app. I'm just like, damn. That and that's the thing. This is the thing about it is, man. That I'm trying to like, I'm at work trying to do this shit, so I'm getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? I'm risking getting in trouble trying to get these shit. I never hit, man. Hold on. We got to talk about this. Hold on. I just got a couple things to say about sports. Because this was the big week in sports before you cue the uh, outro music. <laughs> don't, don't be looking at what I'm doing. No, no. I was just saying before you <laughs> cue the outro music, man. It's a lot of a lot of shit been going on in the NBA, bro. James Harden had been traded to the Nets. And we already knew James Harden was trying to get out of there. But, like, I just assumed that the Nets set, didn't have enough salary cap in order to get James Harden. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a – they're going to be a monster this year. They might eat up the East. I don't see nobody else fucking with them. I mean, I feel like it's already solidified that the, the championship is L.A., New Jersey. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, because, like, that's so – but the thing is, but the thing is about it is that uh, do Kyrie even want to play? I think he's been over-hooping just in general. Like, is Kyrie – what is he doing? Chilling, being Kyrie. He skates. So – so I did guess you know he skates. No, I did not know yeah. Kyrie skates. He's not like he he tries to skate. You should he, not be skateboarding as an NBA player. That's I, probably the last. I think thing that's that in his contract. He can't skate during the season. Yeah, fucking Kyrie. All right, so Kyrie, what what did he do? He went out or something. He went to like a family party or some some shit that he wasn't supposed to do. Uh-huh. And I think they uh they suspended him for a game because like COVID reasons. You know what I'm saying? But then he had been cleared and he just stopped coming. He like missed the game. He like missed the whole game. Like I guess he told his, his teammates that he wasn't gonna be there, but he didn't tell nobody else. No coaches, no upper office, nothing. And just didn't show up. That's kind of raw, Man, bro, you getting paid this money. You better show up to work, nigga. Like I can't go, I can't just do that. Yeah, but the amount of money he's made already, he could just never show up again. Yeah, but he still, had like Nike shoes and she has like still, the Kyrie nigga, shoes. But the thing is that like niggas is believing in you. Like niggas like is hoping. Yeah. I mean, with those three, they have a solid chance of just taking the championship. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, I don't see nobody in the East fucking with them if Kyrie decide that he want to play basketball. Like really play? Yeah. People need to stop sleeping on him because he's actually a hooper hooper. Like yeah. Kyrie is cold as fuck. I think I think he but I think he kind of upset. I think he might be upset for real because like he not gonna get the ball. No, he'll get the ball. He gonna get the ball. He Isn't gonna get he the gonna, ball. He's gonna run point right. But look, everybody can. James can bring the ball up the floor. Uh, KD can bring the ball up the floor. Like it's not like old basketball where only the point guard bring the ball up. Everybody be bringing the ball up the floor now. Yeah, yeah. And like. I think Kyrie might be upset that he not a go-to. He the know. third. He the third player on the team. He want to be the first player on the but team. But he's never been that way. He's not. He's been the second. But he's been the second. He's a been lot. the second, and he's been the first. He never been the third. Right. But when he got the ring, he wasn't the first. He was the second. But that's LeBron, though. Yeah. And like that's but what also, KD. I didn't realize. I just heard this today. Don't think I just know stats. I guess in those playoffs that they won the, the ring, he averaged twenty seven a game. Yeah, yeah. He so he's not him. some slouch ass number two. No, like, but that's what I'm saying though. He, he not gonna had a ball that long to do that no more. It's going to James. Who you pick? Who you giving the ball to? James or Kyrie? I mean Harden. But. James, you giving it to J- everybody? Giving it to James. I don't think Kyrie's that lower level of player than Harden, though. Like, he not, but he not. But it, that's the thing about having no star, too many stars on your. Uh, and then you got to. We're not even mentioning they got KD, who can yeah. pretty much carry a team as like a number one. You know what I mean? Yeah, by himself. Oh, they just getting here, Avino. Bailey up in this motherfucker too. Hell uh, yeah! But yeah, well, I mean, we gonna see how it turn out. I, I really hope. I hope Kyrie get his head back in the game and start prioritizing basketball because right now he's not prioritizing basketball. I seen Stephen A. Stephen A. said he should retire. How old is Kyrie? 30? He got to be 30. He got to be almost 30 or at least, yeah, either 30 or almost 30. So he's got a solid four years left. But he don't want to play basketball. He not showing up. He's rich, man. That's the thing, bro. Do you want to be great? He don't want to be great. I don't think he... Cares about that, honestly. I don't like, think James can, and then that's the Harden thing. does not care. I'm about saying that. that could be the thing that like stopped them from winning. This Did year. you see that stat that came out? What? Like a real stat that if James Harden plays in a city that has a strip club strip club culture, he plays worse. Yeah, like they literally broke the stats down. And he'll yeah. have like bad games if he's in a city that has yeah. a strip club yeah. culture. Yeah, now he in Brooklyn because he's the only just reason. trying to spend money, dude. That's like, the only reason he went to Brooklyn so he could go to fashion. He didn't want to be shit. in Houston anymore. Yeah, like, he didn't like the the uh, the office, the back office in Houston. Right. 
But uh, he just went to Brooklyn so he could uh, go to Fashion Week and shit and be a celebrity. That's what James Harden. That's number one in James Harden book in my mind. That's what I see. And didn't they give him like fifty million a year or some crazy Something shit? Something stupid. Stupid. I would play for two years and be out. <laughs> like the thing later. is, the later. thing is, he got to start playing defense for real. Because Steve Nash ain't going to go. I already know Steve Nash ain't going. Steve Nash ain't going to be like, because when he was at Houston, he could do whatever the fuck he want to do. Yeah. This KD team. Well, you just got to think of how Steve Nash was as a player. He yeah. was hustle-ass yeah, player. exactly. That's why he was good. Exactly. You know, because he wasn't just like phenomenal. He mm-hmm. was just like that. He was a smart player, like workhorse type dude. He was like the definition of like what a real point guard is supposed to be by the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's gonna he's gonna facilitate. Mm-hmm. You got to use that word. Facilitate. You never seen Steve Nash drop fifty, uh, but you seen Steve Nash at twenty some assists while dropping fifteen. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, which is that's like a, a key player when they can give you all those stats. And I think that's what Kyrie really needs for real. Kyrie needs Steve. You know, Nash. If, if Kyrie really wanted to focus, you know, he could shit on people. Yeah, like Kyrie's a beast. Yeah, like, he just is. Yeah, his mind hasn't been in it for a long time. Yeah, yo. We're going to see, though, man. And um, one thing, and then the last thing I said about sports is that we already knew the Bears was going to lose. You was down there. You was, was down there in uh, New Orleans. So we already knew the Bears was going to lose. And uh, fucking Green Bay just won, man. Fuck me up, man. I hate Green Bay. I fucking hate them niggas. I hate that nigga Aaron Rodgers. Bailey, shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand them niggas, Aaron Rodgers. He might as well be Trump. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wild statement. Aaron Rodgers might as well be Donald it Trump. It took me a while to register that, but that's, that's bogus. You got to take that back. Can't stand. I ain't taking shit back. Trump? That's how Aaron Rodgers is at the NFL. Shit, man. <laughs> Another one in the books. Episode 78 of the Face Value Podcast. All right, no, let's go, Ravens. Hey, Torsten, I'll fuck with y'all, but, like, I got to fuck with Lamar Jackson. Gotta fuck I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be say it. I wouldn't be a rapper. I ain't fuck with Lamar Jackson. Look at his ass. They down though. 3-0. Let's go. Shout out to Pop Up. Shout out Uprise. Shout out Vic. Thank you for that episode. Shout out Fat Tiger. You already know. We trapped together, then that's my motherfucking brother. I pay her bills and bad design, but I don't love her. She just play a part when it's time to smoke.